You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 530 for Monday, November 17th, 2014. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. All right, hey everybody, it's Stevie in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio, resuming normal service. Um, sorry for missing a show last week; it just wasn't in the cards, apparently. Uh, joining us this evening, of course, my good friend Todd Pearson from Kansas is here. Todd, say hi. Yes, I'm uh, sobered up from Vegas now. Yeah, I doubt that. It was all uh, my it was all my fault. I take I take full responsibility for missing a show last week. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Todd's fault even a little bit. It was entirely my fault. Um, and whose fault it wasn't is the good Reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. Detroit Tune. He's joining us this evening. Chad. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Oh, that's really sweet. That's nice. And of course, the new the new guy Alex is here as well. Alex, say hi. Too hey, late. Guys. You are too slow. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a good thing that we had to uh, take a break last week, so it. Uh, Gave me the chance to calm down after my rant on uh, media mechanics. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, that was really that was some funny stuff. If you missed that from Wolfcast number five hundred twenty nine, go back check it out. And for those of you who are curious why I reposted Wolfcast number five hundred twenty one last week, well, just go back and listen to Wolfcast twenty one because it was funny. One of our best shows ever. I'm sorry, it, it's one of our best shows ever. That's Still. the one where we discovered that Gabe has a, a very strange and odd fascination with the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. When he's never, he'd never heard that and song. he'd never heard the by song. By Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, my God. That was... You know how long ago we recorded that show? Uh, Almost 10 years. Ago. That Holy show is crap. 10 years old. Still holds up. I bet we sounded young. <laughs> no, the, the, show, the show sounded weird. It sounded like we'd only done 21 shows. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. If you guys are, if you guys didn't download it, go back, download it. It's there. Check it out. It's really awesome. Um, that would be really cool if you did. Um, but we're not talking about the wreck this evening, although that was last week. And I want to actually thank uh, uh, our friend um, Sue for pointing it out to us about the wreck last week. And she actually told that, that actually put it in my brain that that would be a good thing to post for the show. Was well, our good friend Perfect. Sue Nelson. Um, so thank you, Sue, for that. Um, but we are going to talk about many stuff. We have a big pile of news from motoringfile.com because we're off for a couple weeks. We have some really interesting things to talk about. And um, what else do we have? I think we might have an ash hat. I'm not sure. Somebody drew on Alex's car with a Sharpie. Marker. And somebody drew on Alex's car with a Sharpie. Oh, my God. Sad trombone. We're going to get to all that here in just a minute. Before we do, I want to start off. Let's pay some bills first. Underneath the white roof, we do have some very fine sponsors. Uh, I'd like to remind you guys about our friends over at outmotoring.com. Mini Performance, Speed, and Style. It's the Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. You guys will hear me talk about them every week. This is the week I want you to go and actually spend some money with them. Go over there. Anything for your Mini. Inside, outside, go fast, look cool. Stuff for you, stuff for your garage, stuff to make your car look better go faster be stronger and have more horsepower all over at outmotoring.com and it doesn't matter which car you have you can have an f56 they have stuff for you you could have a 301,000 mile uh mini cooper r50 <laughs> i thought you were gonna say a three hundred thousand dollar ferrari like, or if you have a three hundred thousand dollar ferrari there are no parts for you over at outmotoring.com however <laughs> you could buy some very fine mini cooper lifestyle products yes. for your person like the puma shoes or the shirts or the hats or the watches or any of the really cool stuff you can get it all over at OutMotoring.com. Go over there and don't forget when you go, and this is really important because Christmas is coming up, and I'm sure you mini nerds are going to want to do a lot of Christmas shopping. You're going to want to do it at one of the places you're going to want to use is OutMotoring.com. If you sign up for the email newsletter at the bottom of the page, when you sign up, you get your first email newsletter, you actually get a 5% discount code of your very own. 
How cool is that? And then you'll save 5% on anything that you order from the site. Super duper awesome. All uh, possible by our friends over at outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and mini Bluetooth speaker, mirror twin stereo pair. That's uh, outmotoring.com. That's those little speakers that look like mirrors. Boom. Nice. They're, they're pretty cool. Anyway, go check them out, outmotoring.com. So, Alex. Yeah. So somebody somebody took a, a a sharpie. Alex sends us a text message, and I couldn't figure out what the hell it was until he told us. Is it, somebody took a sharpie to your car? Yes. So I have an announcement for the person who did that. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> I think I'm ready with the edit button right now. <laughs> that's gonna be funny. No, that's gonna be funny. Okay. So I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you want. And if you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have any money, but I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. So if you denounce yourself now, <laughs> that will be the end of it. <laughs> I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But, I f- but if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will break your legs. <laughs> you, might, you might want to... <laughs> oh, geez, that's awesome. Oh, well, okay. So if you're in that's Boston... better. <laughs> if you're in Boston and you, see, uh, and you have the strange urge to, you know, drag a Sharpie across a really pretty silver uh, one series, don't do it. Did you get that's, did, uh, that's our tip of the week? Did you get the sharpie off, Alex? It comes right off. No, I I don't know what. Uh, so should I start uh, with the? Uh, no, no, the, no clay bar. Just clay bar. A, okay. um, a mild rubbing compound from uh, Meguiar's, or you can get it. At, you can get it at Walmart. Um, yeah. Just a, a mild polishing compound and okay. a little rag, and you don't rub really hard, but start off gently and rub in circles, and yep. uh, it'll come right off. Okay. okay. It'll come right off. Right circles, you should be good at that. I draw on cars all the time with Sharpie markers and, and make dots, and uh, they come right off. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, yep. cool. I was going to say, like, you could probably even take a little bit of, like, a wax and grease remover and just wipe it right off with a yeah. soft paper towel. Yeah. And then throw some wax back on, and you're done. Yeah. But I, you know, but I don't know why what, what comes into the mind of someone who does this. It like, was a child. It was a child. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yes. And you know, out in the well, White Roof Radio listening, drunk. out in the White Roof Radio audience, if anybody's got like something on their Pinterest board or something, ladies, uh, and you've got a way to remove, you know, Sharpie marker from something, Alex is always looking for more tips. So send those over to us. He's uh, Alex at whiteroofradio.com. <laughs> <by the> way. <laughs> uh, Alex is a huge fan it. of pin- he's a huge fan of Pinterest. By the way, his, his pin board, his pin boards are not nutty. I am not. I I don't have a vagina, so I can't look at Pinterest. I just wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do news of the week from motoringfile.com. But before we do, Alex had another very good point this this week. And he's wondering, where are all the iTunes reviews? Yeah, because we know we have thousands of listeners that tune in every week. Right. But we don't have yet. We have yet to get a thousand reviews on iTunes. So... But we you know what's, but what's funny is we have over a hundred iTunes reviews and they're all fantastic. They really are. We love you guys for leaving yes. those reviews. So if you have a minute or three or four or five, and if you'd be so kind as to leave an, uh, a nice note for us, or it could be a you know a bad note, it doesn't matter. Just leave us a review over at iTunes. We prefer positive ones, obviously. Leave a review for us over at iTunes. We would think that was super awesome. And it's not hard to do. Go to the iTunes Music Store. And search for Mini Cooper Podcast or White Roof Radio, either one. We will come up. You'll click on it, and then just hit leave a review. We're not asking you to, you know, leave anything specific. Just uh, judge it as you would see fit. You know, we don't want to pimp five stars 
If you exactly. don't think if you don't think yeah, we're a five star show, but... we're five stars. Don't give us five stars. Yeah, yeah totally. That's, yeah. that's just dumb. Um, but you know what else would be cool is if you are an uh, if you are a user of Overcast and you like White Roof Radio, and I know there's a lot of Overcast users out there, is uh, recommend the show in Overcast. Yeah. That would be awesome as well. Because especially if you have Twitter, because that helps us. Every little bit helps us gets more listeners, which is better for all the things. And one other thing I want to remind you guys about before we move on to news is um, we and I do want to do a shout out. We just got a, a couple more people have decided to join in on the Patreon, which is super awesome. We're turning ourselves into listener supported uh, podcasting as much as we possibly can. And you can help us out, too, by clicking over to patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. And there you can get all the information. And if you kick in like a buck a week a buck a show or a 50 cents a show that every little bit helps us do cool stuff and cover cool stuff. That's the kind of stuff that helps us get to events like mini takes the States or to get to uh, one of the auto shows on the press preview days or to the dragon or, or maybe minis on the Mac next year. Well, this is the kind of stuff that helps us out. And at this point it's just going to, the money's just going to go right in the bank for, uh, um, for, for drinks and AMVIV. So (laughs) right now. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Let's, I let's would be, even go as far as saying that if you are actually a supporter of this and you have a particular topic, we would probably even cover that ahead of everything else. Oh, yeah, bring it. Yeah, if you're like, hey, I am a supporter of it and I've donated, here's my name, and we could obviously verify that because that's easy. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, well, I would really like you to talk about this and we could make a whole show dedicated to you, the listener. Exactly. And, and if we get up to, let's say, if we can get this this up to a hundred dollars per show if you guys can kick in a hundred dollars per show i'm gonna put together a cool package to go out to everybody who's donated to get us to that far i don't know what it'll be um but i'm gonna do that if we can get to one hundred dollars per show so watch for an update on the patreon page about that as well might send cool everybody a, radio that, swag pack like a shirt and a mask. gas all the way to their doorstep i'm they sure might send everybody a stick of butter <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> it's the holidays. Actually, you know, it's the holidays. Wow, that's actually a really shipping good idea. that so it doesn't melt. That's really it's that's winter. T- it's winter time, and everybody's it's winter time. Most everybody, everybody's so baking. I'll tell you what, if we get to Arizona, if we get up to a hundred dollars <laughs> per show, I will send everybody a stick of butter. <laughs> And, but I'll wrap it in a white roof radio T-shirt for you. How's that? There you is go. It, is it real butter or is it no real, no, butter. real butter? No real, real butter. No, no, Uns- no unsalted. Unsalted butter. Yeah, for cooking. Okay. Come on, it's not going to be like country crock or anything weird. Because you got to make some cookies to take to the family for the exactly. holidays. You know, hundred bucks. Everybody gets a stick of butter. Pie crust. You can make a pie crust in a white roof radio T-shirt. Um, that's over at Patreon.com forward slash white roof Thanks so far to the fifteen people who are kicking in so far. Uh, we really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. And it's really cool that you uh, think enough of us to you know help uh, support the show. Yeah. Super awesome. Yes. Moving on. How about some news music, please, Maestro? Boom. There it is. Tonight we're going to click over to motoringfile.com, and I think we're going to, like, page two. Um, and we're going to start off with – what are we going to start sales. off? Should we just I, I start think, off with uh, sales? I think Mini USA sales, anyway, because this will go we'll, – we'll kind of two for this one, Mini USA yeah, sales true. and, and global sales. Mini USA sales were down for October, but not as much as they have been. It was single digits, Correct. about yep. 7%. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think that's not bad um, considering. considering the cars really didn't show up at dealers uh, after the EPA embargo, if you will, or the retesting. Yep. Um, yep. They didn't show up until the first week of October. So we're you know going to lose about 20% of sales, I would imagine. 
for the month. And so I think it's pretty good that they were only down 7%, and I, I think they will rebound. Right. Now, now, the really the really funny part about this whole thing is that the regular press has finally noticed that many USA sales are down for the year. They're oh, just now yeah. noticing. It's like they just woke up. It's like, oh. What's going on? Mini's and, down in sales, and we're down double digits for the year. I mean, it's right. it's it's and so not everybody's good. starting to notice because the end of the year, and they're you know they're looking for nothing. They have nothing better to write about than to give you clickbait headlines on their on their websites. Now that being uh-huh. said, they're down for the U.S. double digits for the year, but up. worldwide, mini sales and BMW sales specifically are up. So yeah. Yeah, mini yeah. sales up thirteen yeah. percent for October, so that's pretty impressive. And we all know why the sales are down. They didn't have any cars for what two, three months. So. Oh my gosh, more like six months. <laughs> yeah, plus the whole months, yeah. yeah, the whole EPA thing. And can you somebody explain can- to me why the five door exists and they're holding it until January? Dude, what, there this- are, there's five doors in uh, one of the dealers in Pennsylvania. They're I not allowed. They're not allowed to sell them until January the twentieth. Then why are they here? I that there was a mistake. They shouldn't have been shipped to dealers. That, make, that don't make no sense. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have been shipped. Um, the official launch isn't until January. Which so, what really doesn't make sense is with sales down as much as they are. Why the hell aren't they getting these cars to dealers and just say screw it? We some. we screwed up the F fifty six launch so badly. We're just going to throw these cars out there and let them go. Right? I'm with I'm with our boy, dear Mini USA. Just Let dealers sell the five doors. Sell them now. Just sell them now. Don't wait. Just sell them. Let's pad those numbers. Don't just be them. saving them for 2015. Yeah, That's just ridiculous. Them. It's 2015 model year. Just sell them. That's what I do. Oh. And you know what's really and because we've been talking a lot of like really bad things about all of our F56 Pro stuff, but every time I see somebody on Facebook or on Twitter or somewhere on the internet that just got an F56, it's like it's like the best thing that's ever happened to them in their entire lives ever. It, it, and they are, and just everybody is just like super excited about this car, and everybody who's got one loves it more than sliced bread and wooden shoes. Yes, so that's really yeah. awesome. That's really awesome. So, um, so I wanted to say a couple of things about this. Uh, this so the post that Gabe uh, made was in response to, or just to follow up to an article that was uh, on Automotive News. Apparently, they got a, uh, I think, access to uh, uh, David Duncan, which. Who's the VP of uh, of Mini US? Uh, I don't know if it's actually Mini US or Mini. It's Mini USA. Yes, US he's the head. Mini USA, which is all of North. And they call America, him VP. Right? It's the he's the head of Mini USA, but there everybody okay. at Mini is vice president. So. Okay, and so uh, and and so it would have been interesting to. Uh, I mean, I, I think before the journalist. Uh, I think I would, if I had been a journalist, I would have refrained from giving a judgment on the sales before a full year of sales of the F56 because if the investigation had been done correctly, uh, that person would have figured out there is the actual reasons for the sales being down, uh, you know, and the launch, the launch being, let's say it being, you know, just a, a failure overall is the main right. reason why we're seeing so few sales, right? So that's one thing. The second thing is also when you know that Mini USA is the biggest market. For, for Mini worldwide, and that worldwide Mini is up, you can. Right. It's it's obvious that it's just a glitch, a glitch on Mini US's part, right? Like it doesn't make sense for the biggest market to be to be down when the rest of the world is up. So right. that's another thing. Uh, 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 another thing also is that Dave D- David Duncan, sorry, said says in, during the uh, the the um, I think in the article there's a quote. I don't have the exact quote, but basically saying that they knew about the EPA issue like they knew the EPA issue would happen uh, early in the year I, I don't believe that's I, I can't believe this because if if it had been true they would have planned accordingly um, and then also um, the last thing and which I, I think is a, is very I mean is 
I don't know if it's sad or if it's interesting. Uh, there is a quote about the five superhero car, right? So in the mini lineup, and that's something that came out of uh, of uh, BMW CEO. I think it was back at the beginning of the summer or maybe uh, early in September. Uh, and, and it just tells that, you know, if Mini USA is basically the, saying the same thing, it just goes to say that they, I mean, Mini USA has very little say into uh, what the strategy for Mini overall is. And it's just, you know, following up on whatever Mini is saying. Right. And that's kind of unfortunate. I wish they had like more say into the overall strategy of the brand. Uh, for various reasons, because the, the and the number one being that the, the fact that the the U.S. market is the number one market for the brand. Well, and and they do have some say. I mean, they have input, but it takes a while for that input to get up the chain. Um, I will say, but <clears throat> like you said, I think let's just go back and look at the year, and, and I think you're very specific about it, saying they really should hold judgment until the car's been on sale for a year which is <clears throat> very difficult to do because we look at January, February, March this year. The car didn't hit until April. So we have three months with no cars to sell, okay? Right. <laughs> then, then they sell it for April, May, and June and then pull the car when 2015 starts rolling off the line in July uh, and starts hitting the U.S. coasts because the EPA held 2015s for the month of July well, not for the month of July, but for the month of August and September. So you've got two more months. So here we are, five months out of ten of the year with no yeah. cars, with, with no sales of, of new cars. And there's no way to get those back, okay? It's yeah, yeah, not yeah. like yeah. there's going to be a pent-up demand of people who's like, oh, I'm waiting for my Mini, I'm waiting for my Mini. Because we all know people in the U.S. are the kind of people where I need a car. Oh, there's no Mini. Okay, I'm going to go buy a Ford Fiesta. Or I'm right, going to go buy. We a, don't buy cars because we want to. We <clears throat> buy cars because we have to. Right. We I'm going to go buy a, a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to go buy a Fiat 500. I'm going to go buy a Scion FRS. All of which are viable competitors to this car. So when you look at it, five out of ten months of the year, there were no cars to sell, or very few cars. There shouldn't have been. There should have been more than there were. So I think it's just a cluster of bad luck this year for many and I don't want to say it's bad planning I don't know from a corporate standpoint I, I call it bad luck because all we can do is judge from what we know uh, of this so I, it's going to take a little while which is like I said also why don't they get this five door out there and, and freaking get it yeah, selling yeah. already and sell this car's it now. done if it's, if it's here sell it they've got them as loaner so cars in Europe already so what are you guys saying is that we want to have actually a full year of sales until October 2015. That's correct. That's I, correct. Like 12, 12, 12 months in a row of sales of the F56. Yeah, it's kind of... That is right. Kind of of, now, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what's going to happen then is sales are going to look ridiculously good for 2015 in the months of January, February, and March because last year right. they were terrible. Right. They, were, they were terrible last year, especially March. And then again in... Um, August and September next year, yep, sales numbers because they they rate them year over year. Right, so it's going to be holy crap! Look at our look at our increases to last year. I know. So I we expect right now the press releases to wow look many sales are up. Of course they're up because oh, you didn't have any last year. <laughs> <laughs> so mark my words. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Words, I think, words I think overall it's a. Uh, I think overall it's uh you're right that it's uh I think it's like twenty five percent which is bad luck. 
and the rest no, 25% bad planning and I think the rest is just bad luck yeah I think uh, I, I really think it was so and, and we haven't heard the last of the, the EPA story I think that'll yeah. come out but I don't think it's as big a deal because the volume there wasn't a huge volume of cars that were affected especially the two four, 2014s that were sold and they had to go back and take back the Monroneys right mm-hmm. exactly so, so let's talk about all the stuff that were that's coming up so uh, LA Auto Show's next week uh, we're not going to have anybody there, unfortunately, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be anything that we don't already know about anyway. Well, no, so, they're they're releasing... What they've announced is there's a new concept that is premiering. Oh, that's right, the new concept. We okay. have no idea what this is going to be, but we love mini concepts because, with the exception of the Rocket Man, which is now on again, which DB doesn't okay. believe, of course. Don't believe it. <laughs> but um, we love the concepts that Mini comes out with because usually, and we say with the exception of the Rocket Man and the Beachcomber... The beach uh, yeah. Those yep. those are the two oh, that didn't come that, to, car. that didn't come to production yet. Uh, everything else, all the other concepts they've done, well, and I'll say the super legera, but it's not really that wasn't a concept. That was just a design experiment. That was a, that was an exercise. Yes, that was a design exercise. So yes. all of the other concepts that we've seen have turned into real cars. So we're crossing our fingers that something cool is going to happen at LA Auto Show, which is next week, the preview. Yeah, week. So by the time you hear this, it's coming up in a matter of days. You'll I, know. I, I, have a, I have an assumption on what's going to be. I mean, I think we should all come with an assumption and see who's right, like, I mean, okay. just out of, for fun. My assumption is that we're going to see uh, uh, something that looks like the Grand, the, the, you know, the Grand Coupe. So basically a mini sedan. A Grand Cooper GT. Oh, like. okay, like a like a okay. I know you're saying Alex. No, like a Grand Cooper, like, a, a, like okay. a mini, like a mini sedan. Yeah, a mini sedan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks kind of a coupe in in the overall shape. But okay. a mini sedan, yes. All right, that's your guess. I say I say something something convertible. I and say not super and not super legera. I say F fifty six convertible. I say amphibious like submarine <laughs> s- submarine car. That's what I'm going for. I'm All going right, with- Chad. What do you say? Oh God! Something that flies would be nice. Oh. <laughs> I like that. All right, all right. So stay tuned. We'll uh, hopefully we'll find out about that sooner than later. That'll be fun. Or maybe they'll finally um, do the camping, the SUV thing. <laughs> the, oh, maybe that'd be kind of cool. Everyone's done that before, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. The JCW is going to debut in December at the Detroit Auto Show. Well, no, in in January, but it's going to debut online. You'll see it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, online in summer. December. My You'll bad. see it online in a motoring file in uh, in December first. Yes. Then right. we'll see it in person in Detroit. I believe myself, Alex, and Gabriel will be at the Detroit Auto Show. Yes. Um, and and maybe Chad. We need to drag your ass down there, Chad. It's like right down the street. Somebody just needs to invite me. <laughs> I, I, we I ma- can always make time. Problem is, we maxed out. We need to. We need to get like new press credentials because they only allow three people. So we're gonna so get just, just get press creds from White Radio. There we go. We're gonna get new press credentials. You're, you're on the White Radio um, about page. That's all you have. That you can use there that for go. press creds. There we go. Because um, I did that for SEMA. So anyway. we should we should cover that. We'll we'll see the JCW at um, which is really the only big thing I think that they're gonna. Be bringing yeah, out and in December, Detroit. at Detroit. And then That's, also, speaking of JCW, is the JCW Arrow Kit, which I still don't like, is actually starting to hit showrooms now. I don't like it either. I've, I've striped two cars this past week with the JCW Arrow Kit on it. Yeah. And really, the front end, the only thing that's basically different is um, the ducts. Uh, there's actually body, like, colored paint that goes around the brake ducts. Other than that, and they kind of stick out. They, they're a little more bulbous. Um, yeah. I prefer 
my my favorite bumper of the F fifty six is the Cooper bumper. Yes. And I saw some Japanese guys. They took an S and they put a Cooper bumper on an S, and it looked oh, brilliant. It, looked it looked brilliant. Yeah. So my issue with the see, so like the J, the JCW body kit, the side I like looks nice. The side rear looks good. The rear looks I like. Good. Yep. The front is abominable. Oh my god, because it makes the front look giant. It makes it look like it has buck teeth that actually poke out <laughs> of the bottom lip. No, you know what it looks like? It looks like an elephant whose tusks have been cut off. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's it. what it exactly. looks like. They come, that's exactly what it looks like. They come under and they scoop there, and it's like, where are the tusks? I think we yeah, need it's a whole new thing. And, and it's funny that on Motoring File, we're seeing pictures of the JCW body kit on the Cooper, first of all. I think that's funny. Um, but I don't, I just don't, I don't fancy it, no. Yeah. It's, it's funny because it's. Uh... You know what it else is? Like you know what else it, is with the JCW body kit? The, I mean, again, looking at the pictures of the ones that were sent into Motoring File, yeah. is this car needs more low? If it had more low, it oh, would yeah. probably look better. It needs eighteen. Well, but it's, it's got that. Every, it's got, every it's got, mini go ahead, needs the more low. I mean, no, really, but this one's every, got like a four-inch wheel gap. The gap between the top of the tire and the and the and the bumper. It's like my four guess inches. is it's my like guess a, is like DB a, the picture of that car right there. Um, although it's got an antenna. Oh, well, it's probably on shipping blocks. Well, it's got the antenna on it, which typically means once the antenna is installed on the car that it's been PDI'd. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case, and it could still have the shipping blocks in there. So. Yeah, that would explain that ridiculous ride height. Yep, yep. But I mean, things like a Baja bug. I mean, all come right, on. Alex, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say that uh, it's funny because they make all those efforts to, you know, for the pedestrian, uh, you know, safety standards and stuff, and then you have this big giant thing protruding outside of the bumper at the bottom, and it's just weird because. It seems to me that it's almost as far as the nose of the car. I mean, it goes as far as the nose of the car itself. And so I'm like, is it the, is it, is this thing not dangerous? I mean, in, no, in it's regards a, to it's European pedestrian standards is that nothing can jet out any farther. It all has to be like the same, uh, yes. the same point. Yeah, cool. yeah, okay. So if you hold yeah, like a plywood, like a two by four, or like a two by four, like a four by eight sheet of plywood on the front of the car, all of those will be at the exact same point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. or a person's leg. Yeah. And I as hope- far as your danger goes, though, they always had that that issue with the rear tailpipes and yeah. the whole burning the legs and things like that. So this isn't going to really have that same effect either. Well, you know. I'll say also is the nice thing if you look at the pictures over on Motoring File of the gallery there. That's on a Cooper. The rear bumper is different because the um, there's only a single tailpipe on the Cooper. Which right. is actually cleaner. The, the JCW Aero kit on the Cooper is cleaner than the S because the S has an additional bulbous um, mm, rear right. rear fascia. Yeah. Um, I should yeah. drop one in the. Is there is there a picture there on motoring file of the yeah, S? Yeah, there's oh, a, yeah. yeah, there's totally a picture. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's I the hope first the, one I've ever seen. Yep. I hope the the JCW the actual JCW the front doesn't look as bad as this one because I want to it make will. this car my next car. So it, it will. And and here's the clue for you people. Speaking of the JCW Aero Kit, um, it's a highly recommended part. Like if you order this, you get the sport suspension for free. You don't have to pay wow. the five hundred fifty dollars. It comes with it. So <laughs> it makes it an even better value, in my opinion, as an option on this car. So if you're placing an order or you're looking for one. Uh, request the JCW Aero Kit because it will have the sport suspension standard. Then, or so do you know? Do they? Does Gabe actually say? Gabe actually say how much it is? The the kit? Um, One million dollars. I, I do not know the <laughs> price of that off the top of my head. Okay. So. Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, let's move on. 
because we had one of the, the kind of product-related announcement, and that's uh, Mini BMW is switching from Castrol oil to Shell oil. I know, and I just kind and of... apparently it's a big thing, and the Shell oil is better made and more green or something, and they don't... It well, doesn't require them burning. Well, the plants in which they make it, they're using recycled, you know, yeah. materials that normally are burned up and, and go yes, into the environment. It. So yes. it's good. It's, it's a little more green, um, you know, when it really comes right down to it. Yeah. So it's supposed to be just as good. If you care about such things. Yeah. I can tell you right now that if you go to a Penske dealer for an oil change, you will not get shell motor oil in your car. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you will if it's the recommended mini, you know. Yeah, you might if it's like a if it's a covered service. If what's gonna go in there. Maybe. What are they gonna do with all that leftover castrol? And then here's the other question. Is there are they changing it? Corporate wide is like every car going to be like this. Yeah, it's a BMW. So, Chad, yeah. what are your opinions it, on changing brands of oil? Let's say you've driven a car for fifty thousand miles and put Castrol in it, and then now it's time to put Shell in it. Does that really matter? Yeah, I, I don't think it matters at all. Okay, really? There you go. I'm kind of um, with I've you. Had some people that I've known in the oil industry, and they're like, you know what? Viscosity is viscosity. Yeah, all your gas from every single station, whether it's a mobile or a BP, it's all coming from the same place. <laughs> yeah, it's all coming from the same plant. Well, yeah. they've got they different additives. I mean, the different like yeah, they they put their own special stuff in it to make it you know specialer, right? But um, <laughs> it, it's all it's all you know it's all coming from the exact same exact same place, same um, pipeline. Yep. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any noticeable difference between all of the the Castrol versus Shell or something. You know. You're going to see more of a difference whether you're using a a royal purple or an AMS oil or right, right. like a, a special a, like a, a like performance a, oil, like a mobile oil. one type of stuff. You're not really going to notice the difference, and it's sad to say, but realistically, all of this comes down to uh, who had the better pitch and who's going to give them oil cheaper. Yeah, Realistically, and yes, there are certain things that. Yes, Shell is making a better oil because they are being greener and they are doing these things, and that's right. great. They're I mean, burning, I, they're I, not burning the stuff; they're putting it back into the product or something. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I commend. I commend that. That's great. You know, any any manufacturer should do that. I mean, uh, we do that here. Every single piece of metal that comes off gets thrown in a bucket and it gets recycled. Um, all of our oil gets recycled. All all of the stuff that we can actually put back into the universe, uh, we do that here. You know, yeah. but. Um, it really comes down to shells like, you know what? We want to be part of your thing. We want you to do this. This is what we could do. And they beat Castrol out to be able to supply them with a amount of oil at X amount of price. And it comes down to the penner pitchers going, yes, that is great. I will take some of that. Please. I'll say this. I like the I like the shell logo better than the Castrol logo. How's that? Oh, I, I agree too. I've never been one that has gone with the Castrol marketing scheme. No, I, you know why I don't like say? the Castrol oils. I don't like the font they use. The green. No, it's you know bad. what? Yeah. I'm going to be the only one coming out and say that I prefer Castrol to Shell. You know what? And and if I'm honest, for the last uh, seventy five thousand miles, my car's had Pennzoil in it. So whatever. I'm a, I'm a fan of Mobile One. I, I, like I'm a, been, I was a Pennzoil guy. I've always been a Pennzoil guy, and yeah. that's what my guy out here uses because he gets a smoking deal on it, and it's and it's the right stuff, and it's synthetic and blah blah blah. And I never have any issues. And you've got three hundred thousand miles. DB, and I have so. three hundred and one thousand miles. But I'm with you guys. I like Mobile One, and I like Castrol. So I like all the oils. As long as I'm killing dinosaurs, I don't care. What you're good in. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all about killing dinosaurs. As we as we all put about it, killing dinosaurs. In the show notes. Uh, 
it really comes down to what you like and what you can get at a good price. It's all going to be the exact same thing. And, and, and like I've told everybody well, time and time again, it's all about changing it often and making sure that it's full. And choosing and, the right viscosity. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and with the right filters and all that type of stuff. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I no, like I mean that. that's it's really important. I mean, people it are really, like, "Oh, I don't have to change it for really 10,000 miles." For for those of you who drive a first generation R56 and you've had the pain of a turbo replacement, you know how important it is to keep your oil yes. your oil full. Yes. And and the and the funniest thing is, is it's the most easy thing to do, but we've all of a sudden heard that well, you don't need an oil change for 10,000 miles. Like, well, okay, then there must be some new magic, you know, wizard in there that's checking it for me, <laughs> making sure that there's oil in it. No. No. All about the it, it's, it still has a, a dipstick. Unfortunately, the Gen 3 owners don't have one. Yeah, don't but, uh, but you, you can know, check I, it. There's a, there's a nice little feature in yeah, the car. There's a little yeah, thing you can that check you can it. actually do. Yeah. But how do you but know I'm, if it doesn't work? Yeah, well, how do you know if the, well, the, the, the sensors that's, that's fail? That's a whole other story. Yeah. But <laughs> here, here's, here's another idea. Okay, so does that dipstick come up every time you start the car and it says this is how much oil you have? Or do you have to physically check it? No, you, gotta no, check you actually have to check it. Right, so then if you still have to only change it every 10,000 miles, are you still going to check it, even though it's so easy and all you got to do is pull it up on an app no, on your, your screen in your car and say, check my oil. So instead, what are we're saying is... Are you still going to check your oil or are you just going to forget about it? Instead, what we're saying that is... That will be the, the telltale sign. Every 5,000 miles, go get your oil changed and then, then you pretty much, you're, you don't have to check it. Right? Uh, no, no, that's not that's not true. <laughs> you I'm still kidding. need to check your oil yes. because I will guarantee you that the, I have at least I don't have enough fingers and toes to count how many customers I have that have Gen two cars and usually in that two thousand seven to two thousand ten range that are like wow, I'm oil. putting in three quarts of oil every five thousand miles. It's like, yep, I know. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all. That's all I can tell you. Like. What is this, you a Volkswagen I'm driving? What is this, a Jetta? You, you, you followed the dealer's recommended oil change schedule, yeah. and you didn't check your oil. And now you're paying it's the a price. It's motor. i got to put oil in it? Yes. What? And, and now this is what you have to do. Is this a classic and Mini? It, it sucks. It, it really it, it, it. And I feel bad for those people, and I want to help them out the best I can because I'm a compassionate guy. But yeah. I've... Yeah, I thought it just like fairy dust. And you know, Chad, along with what you're saying is you're not the only one. Is everybody feels for you first-gen R56 yeah. owners that have to do a turbo replacement, you are going to get sympathy no matter where you go, and everybody does. I mean, not, I mean, dealers, uh, independents, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to say, oh, man, that sucks. You burned out a turbo. Yeah, let me see what I can let's, uh, mm. let's move on, shall we? Yep. Uh, really quick, um, we actually have this. This is something that we've talked about quite a bit, and that's MiniUSA is trying to improve service, marketing, and dealer profits all with basically this new program that they're running. And we've been talking about this, and we've seen a little bit of it in action, and um, – and I, I, I think it's about time. My question is, okay, I, I thought about this and I read it. I think, this is great. This is a great new direction for many to go. But from a sales standpoint, I thought to myself, if I were a sales manager at a dealer, what's going to happen if um, basically Mini's going to increase their profit margins? Like, for example, a BMW, they have a lot more profit in each car, so therefore right. they can deal. So in my head, I'm thinking, you know what's going to happen is... The dealers are just going to, to move more cars, they're going to provide bigger discounts. They're probably not going to make that much more money, but they're right. going to go, oh, all of a sudden you can get $1,500 off on a new Mini, or you can get right. $2,000 off on a new Mini, because we have the profit margin to do that, to make it look like a really good sale, and it's going to bite them in the ass in the long run. 
because they're going to start discounting the cars, and it's like, oh, crap. Well, we can't go back now. We can't go back to charging And then for those of you who buy cars because of resale value, there goes the resale value. Well, yeah. not necessarily that, but you know, I think eventually it'll just be a little trickle down. It's like, oh, we're going to give the dealers more profit. No, you're going to give them more ability to negotiate with hardline customers like Alex who come in and are like, no, I want invoice on this guy. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Why can't I do this? Because my Chevy dealer will do that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So they're going to they're gonna be uh, doing their best to uh, make sure that all the customers that come in, they leave. They come in, maybe they're angry, but they leave happy customers, happy, loyal customers uh, that say only nice things about the mini brand like we like to do um, and you know rave about the dealer and give them the five stars when they ask and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I hope it works out. I really do. And more it's so, about, it's about freaking time. Well, don't you think that in you know part of this whole package is they need to be advertising more? We need to see more promotion. Well, and that would go along with more sales too. I mean, more sales and, and marketing, and more like major marketing, and not just marketing to the nerds and the the, the brand faithful, but something that's not in a piece of paper magazine. Something maybe television advertising, maybe some really clever YouTube advertising. Well, and this goes um, back to and um, I see. I mean, I'm sitting and I watch YouTube videos quite a bit. Like at the end of my day, because I don't have cable television because I'm a Quaker, yeah. and <laughs> and I watch YouTube and and I never ever see a mini ad on YouTube. Well, and here's the thing. This was mentioned in the article about sales, about yeah. uh, mini marketing and advertising was. Um, the the ad that the new F fifty six had when it came out was the bulldog walking around the car and sniffing it, and they yeah. said the many people get that, but other people don't. They don't have a right. effing clue right. what that was and why there was a bulldog in the ad, and they don't care. So I think they have to rethink uh, marketing right. towards people who don't. We're no longer marketing these cars to enthusiasts. I mean, mm-hmm. we've we've already drank the Kool Aid. We know about the car. Uh, but we, they need new drinkers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. To capture the ones that are leaving or to keep the ones that are leaving, maybe keep them around. They need something for the new drinker, something that'll kind of, you know. New flavor new, of Kool-Aid. New flavor of Kool-Aid. Something that'll lure them back to the dealer. I mean, they've been doing some, some great work on social media saying, you know, show, showcasing other mini owners' cars and stuff like that, yep. um, which has been awesome. But again, that's preaching to the choir. They need to do something new to get new people to the brand, I think. Yeah. and Mini Takes the States is a, great, is a great thing, and I'm sure that helps quite a bit. Well, and it's relying on, and here's what that's doing, the social media and Mini Takes Estates, it's relying on those of us here, Mini right. owners, right. to go out and sell the cars and, right. and be there. And that's that's one arm of the marketing, but I think the mass media arm yeah. of the marketing needs to do a little bit better job. So, um, hey, buddies over at BSSP, get your shit together. Let's uh, <laughs> let's knock it out of the park next year. How's that? Yeah, yeah exactly. get in touch like with us. That. Yeah. Get in touch with us. Get in touch with why we're afraid. It will help you out. Yeah. And, you know, if I see another Kremit in the boot commercial, I... <laughs> My Twitch is going to come back so bad, it's not even funny. Wait a minute. My phone's going to start blowing up now. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, something that I think a lot of you had a good time with last year was the Mini USA Holiday Owner Gift Swap. Uh, I know. Uh, I don't think. I don't remember if I participated or not. I did. Uh, Todd did. Did you? I got, did a, you? Uh, I got a nice Meguiar's chamois. See, there you go. So this is a thing where you go over to the website and you enter in your information. And what happens is somebody – it's like a random draw. If somebody gets your information or in the case of last year, five people get your information. And <laughs> <laughs> because it's – I'm sorry, but – <laughs> yeah, it's, everybody got two it's names It's a mini USA year, web kinda. promotion, which means it's rubbish to start. Um, 
<laughs> you know, like uh, the the, ta- the the tag motor. Wait a minute, tag. are oh. the guys at Beam involved with this? Oh, I don't know. We got uh, so I'm trying to be nice, but it's ambitious most it, of the time, but rubbish. So anyway, you put in your information, and someone sends you a gift, and then you put you get somebody your giftee, and then you send them a gift. It's like Secret Santa for many people. It's actually a really great idea, and it's a lot of fun. So if you want to do that, go over to morningfile.com. There's a link. I'll put a link to that show notes. Yep. Yep. That's um, cool. So that next that one out. And can I say? And, can I do a follow up for SEMA? Because I think we've hit the news now. Uh, yeah, well, I wanted to do the whole Ambiv thing. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of SEMA in Vegas. We, we, we wanted to put that at the top of the show, and we kind of forgot. But speaking of SEMA in Vegas, and like our favorite thing on the planet to do ever is a mini vacation in Vegas is back, baby. Uh, Ambiv 11 coming up next year, 2015. All the details over at whiteroofradio.com, ambiv.com, also on Facebook. But basically it boils down to it's um, if you're a Dragon fan – you're hosed because it's three weeks away from the dragon. So there's nothing that can be done because Vegas is Vegas. Just it's make your choices. Make good choices. Make, just make good choices. Make good choices. Yes. Make good, good choices. choices. It's at the Silverton Casino Lodge in Las Vegas, which is a little bit off the strip, which is okay. Suck it. But here's the thing is we're getting rooms <laughs> for 40, 60, and 40 a night. So for the, uh, for four, four, all four nights of Amviv, your rooms are going to cost you bucks. less than 200 bucks. Yep. For oh, all four nights, sweet deal. that was that's the cost of almost deal. one room for Amviv Ten. No, that's a cost of almost one room on Anywhere many of the nights on MTTS. We, oh yeah, you're right. A lot of the yeah. hotel nights were two hundred bucks on Mini Takes right. the States. Yeah. So don't gripe about the price exactly. of Amviv. So, Just go. Yeah. So there's all the information. There's a telephone number to call. All this information you can be found over at whiterefredo.com. If you're on the Amviv mailing list. You should have got it already. If you're not on the Anviv mailing list, you can get up on the Anviv mailing list by going over to Anviv and clicking on the contact page. You can sign up there. Anyway, we're super excited. May 28th through the 31st, the Silverton Casino Lodge in Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll be there. I'll be there. Yes, I will be there. Alex says he's going. Yeah, I'm totally going. I haven't been to Vegas since I was like, 16 or 17, oh, I think. Alex, oh, now you, you can drink. Get, you are going to get <laughs> effed up. <laughs> and, and sadly, Chad won't be able to make it because Chad will be prepping for the dragon. No, he'll be coming back totally from the dragon. Uh, I will be recovering from the dragon. Oh, Chad will be recovering from the dragon. He'll be prepping is... for his spring uh, cleanup. Yeah, oh, that's right. Prepping our, for our, our spring cleanup. Our spring cleanup is right around there, and I haven't really decided what to do that with that this year. And if we move the date, which I, I've kind of been feeling like we need to, just to kind of push it a little later in the year, make it a little warmer, make it a little different. Um, you might be able to do it. I, I might be able to make it because I, I do love Vegas. I've, I've obviously had a, a great time there. I've, I've enjoyed myself immensely. But uh, it is a hard time of the year. I mean, we are extremely yeah. busy right at the beginning of the year because everyone wants to you know have that new mod and, and, and everything new, new, new. But... Um, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed the very early Amphibs. Um yeah. we're, we're bringing it back, the, man. We're going the, old school this year. The uh, the uh, the Valentine's Day Amphib <laughs> was was a favorite of mine. Um, but uh, we'll see. It's it's, it's it's to be determined yet. So all right, there Good you go. go. All right, so, DB, yeah, Amphib A M V I V dot com Amphib dot com a mini vacation in Vegas. If you don't know what it is, ask somebody. And they will tell you what it is. It's uh, it's really it's a great event. It's always a great event, and you guys should really try your best to go. Yes, it's a it's a good All time. Right. It cool. is a good time. Just now, saying. 
plug so in uh, plug in a sponsor here, and then we're gonna end the show. I'm gonna talk a little bit about SEMA. We're gonna yeah, talk about some that. car maintenance, getting ready for the winter, real quick, and then that's yes, it. I like that. So I want to uh, remind you guys about one of the, another fine sponsor here underneath the white roof, uh, and that let's do our friends over at Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com. You guys know these guys, right? They make all the really cool bitching stuff for your mini, all custom crafted, made out of unobtainium and fancy metals. That's the place you're going to go, and you're going to find it there first for anything that you want for your car. Okay, so you want an F56 intake? Done. Cravenspeed.com. Other mods for the R56, the platypus mount, the 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 N-gauge system, which is just amazing, uh, the, 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 the pinchy, the squeezy thing. What do you call it? The squeezy thing. Me and Scotty call it the squeezy thing. That's the flex pod mount. All <laughs> we call it the squeezy thing. That's what Scotty called it. It's really cute. He says, yeah, the Craven Speed squeezy thing. I want an aftermarket dipstick for an F56. That's what I want him to develop. <laughs> I want it'd have to be, it'd have to be a, a, a mechanic installed option, obviously. But to drill a I, hole. If someone's going to make it happen, it's going to be our friends over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com. Go over there, and also while you're there, um, make sure you sign up for the email newsletter so you find out about all the hot stuff when it happens as soon as it happens. And then poke around in the store. Get yourself something nice. When you do, make sure you mention that, that you heard about them on White Roof Radio. Uh, we appreciate that. So do they. But, of course, our friends over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini, and the uh, passenger seat GoPro mount. So there. Nice. Hmm. That's really cool. I, that's that's got to be kind of new. I've never seen that before. Let me check that out, dude. That's dope. A it, thing. You don't have a squeezy thing in your car, Alex. I don't know if they no, make one for one. your car. They don't make one I for want... the BMW. I don't think. Uh, sad. Let me check. Um, yeah, they do. They no, just the flex pod mounts. They don't make the squeezy thing for the BMW. Hmm. Sorry, sorry. Maybe they'll do it for you, just for you. Anyway, so Todd. <laughs> so yes. Um, so I went to SEMA last week. Yes, and uh, I'll have to say my general um, uh, my general review of the show was kind of meh. Like, it was the same crap as last year. It was all trucks all the time. There was 4x4s and off-road vehicles, and it was just ridiculous with truck people and rednecks yep. and cowboy Dude, boots. And I just really, wanted to... Really quick, yep. along that same line, yeah. I'm seeing an influx. I mean, granted, I'm in Arizona, the land of the cowboy. Yeah. But I am seeing the truck is making a huge comeback. It is. Yeah, because, and because, and is because, so and because yes. gas is less than $3 a gallon, but trucks yeah, yeah, are making exactly. a huge comeback here. Well, and that's why I think the – even speaking of many sales in the articles, they're talking about SUVs should start selling. Like, people are going away from small cars, which was one of the theories on why minis are selling poorly, which yeah. I think was a – like yeah. a, a crackpot theory a little bit. It, it sort of makes sense, but people are going back to bigger cars, to trucks and SUVs. So, uh, you know, that's that's one theory. So anyway, SEMA kind of bore that out a little bit. The other thing I can say is the only two minis I saw in the entire show were two that were there on loan from many of Las Vegas. One yeah. was a loaner car, and one was one of the uh, cars that did Mini Takes the States. It was a wrapped countryman, and I think you saw it on uh, the White Roof Radio Instagram page. Um, but anyway, those were the only two minis I saw at the entire show. And normally you see modded out minis, like at least yeah. three or four. And there might have been some other ones. I just didn't see everything. But I will say that minis have been replaced. This is my overall theory, and I believe uh, Jalopnik also said this, that the Scion FRS is now the IT car for hmm. modders and street tuners and sport compact fans. It hmm. is the car that everybody wants now. It is the car that every other car there was a Scion FRS. Um, it was crazy. 
So mm. uh, I kind of made that observation, and it wasn't until after you know walking around all day and then just going, well, I didn't see any minis. What did I see a lot of? Lots of freaking scions. Hmm. Hmm. So interesting. I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess the car's pretty affordable. It's kind of fun to drive. It's easy to mod. Uh, lots of lots of stuff you can do to it to to tune it up. I don't think it's a fast car particularly, but the Mini isn't particularly a fast car. And it used to be used to go to SEMA four or five years ago, and see, you know, dozens of Minis, you know, tuned out and everything. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. So that's, so what you're saying? Case anymore. Yeah. So what you're saying is that they should rename the show the uh, Truck and Scion Auto Show. Yes, <laughs> yes, it, it should have been. I I thought it was kind of average. So anyway, the uh, yeah the SEMA show was kind of average this year. I may not go next year. I may skip it for uh, for something else just because it's like, and most of the stuff is like, oh, I saw this. This is the same thing I saw last year. These are the same cars I saw last year. It was just kind of uh, all right. Maybe this will be an every other year thing. But um, what I did get to do. The exciting thing, and this is oh, DB. You, you got to do the thing that I've got to yeah, do. DB got to do this before I did um, at Amphib 10, and that was uh, uh, our friend Jules, who works for World Class Driving. If you're ever in Vegas, look these guys up, worldclassdriving.com. This is like the greatest thing you could ever do or give to like a... Uh, like ladies, a car give fan. this to your man for like a uh, you know uh, do it for a car yourself fan for anniversary. Do it for yourself, but anniversary present, Christmas present. Oh my god, it's the amazingest thing you'll ever do. Yeah, that, do it for yourself. That guy's name is Chad Miller. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chad at DetroitTune.com. But anyway, if you go to uh, WorldClassDriving.com and these guys, what they do is they rent out supercars for the day, and you get to go on supercar tours. And um, I got to go drive a Lamborghini, the LP550, the Gallardo. Um, two different Ferrari 458 Italias and a Nissan GTR Track Edition. Not just the GTR, but the Track Edition GTR that does 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. Right. Um, I think I posted on my Facebook 2.7 seconds. I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. It's actually 2.6 seconds, which is redonkulous. Right. That's super fast. It's, it's ridiculous. So I uh, got to drive these cars. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Jules, for that. Um, but if you really find yourself in Vegas, look these guys up, worldclassdriving.com. Go yeah. take a tour. There's all kinds of cars to choose from, everything from Lamborghinis to Ferraris to uh, a Mustang GT500, like a Shelby GT, which is just ridiculous also. So a lot of fun. Got to drive that. Now I can say I've driven Ferraris and Lamborghinis. DB, you got to drive the Lamborghini and a Jaguar. Uh, Lamborghini, Jag, which I loved. And it was an X-Type. And the Ferrari. Yeah. The, the, so the, the 458 was my favorite of yes. the cars, I will say that. It was the most fun. The GTR was definitely the fastest. But it was the most boring. I'm sorry. The That's Nissan, really, that really disappoints me. Nissan GTR, it was the fastest car, but it was just a snooze fest. I mean, you didn't. It was yeah, so comfortable. That just makes me sad. It was like a, it's, it's. I'm sorry. It's a twin turbo Altima, people. That's <laughs> that's what it is. That's <laughs> a little bit fancier than a twin turbo Altima. Yeah. Let's be honest. It was built in the did, lab. Uh, did you use launch control? It's a hunt. No, I did not use launch control. But it's a hundred fifteen thousand dollars Nissan for crying out loud. Yeah, it is. But still, dude, it's supposed yeah, to be all you that in a bag of chips. Yeah, you could on the strip with launch control, dude. Yeah, yeah. That would have been right. <laughs> <laughs> I want neck snapping power when it shifts gear and it was just a little too smooth unlike the Ferrari the Ferrari which also has a Getrag transmission um, that dual uh, it's a DCT uh, or dual clutch transmission anyway um, it was fantastic going in 6th to 7th gear or 5th to 6th gear in the Ferrari was it was like oh my goodness it's like a kick in the pants 
So, and the Lamborghini was just rough. It was like literally like riding a bull, which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I didn't like the Lambo. Or like driving a tractor, which, you know, um, Lamborghinis originally was a tractor company. So I can totally understand that. Because you have a tractor. Yeah, I have a tractor. It was very much like the John Deere tractor. Very jerky. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, that was my uh, that was my fun in Vegas. SEMA kind of sucked, but it was nice to uh, go get to drive some supercars. Through the, a good time. through the desert. DB, I know you had a good time when you got to do that a couple For years real, ago. if you get the chance to do that, I highly recommend it. Um, it is, besides it just being a kick-ass time, really, it's just a kick-ass time. Yeah. And they, they put out, they make it just, they make it a super great day for you. And for the money, let's say for four cars, you get to go drive four supercars. It's like 800 bucks. Right. And you literally, you get from, oh, Probably it's a, it's over the course of about four hours. Yeah. Now you drive a little bit, you change cars to another car, and then you drive that car a little bit, and then you get to change to another one, and so you do that three or four times, and so you really get a f- your fill of it. And I think it's a really good value for for what it is. So and there's lower there's lower value. You can drive like three cars. There's a three car experience, but um, go check them out. World class driving. Uh, you know our friend Jules. I over think there it's actually it. world worldclassdriving.com. Yep, yep, worldclassdriving.com. There world it is. Class. Driving.com, right? Yep. Yep. You need to go check those guys out. God, that is so much fun. It really, really is. Honestly, if you're in Vegas and you want something to just have a great time. And yeah. tell them when you, when you call to make the reservation that you heard mm-hmm. about it on White Roof Radio. That's right. So, so do yeah. they have their own track? They also do the on track, but that's not what Todd did. I think they do no, the on track. No, but I mean, they have okay, a, okay, okay. did they have a track experience? They did. They dabbled with that a little bit. There's another company out there that does that's it. That's right. That does the track, yeah. There's, there's so where a, did you drive the car, actually? Like just around the city? Um, we went out through... Uh, DB, you got to go through Red Rock. I went right. through... Um, I want to say Lake Las Vegas, or is it... Uh, there's another big lake and a park oh, out there. Oh, out near Lake Mojave? Did you go that... Or Lake Mead? Um, no, it wasn't that far. It was, okay. a, it was a smaller park, but it's a, it was about a 50 or 60 mile you know, tour yeah, around there. So yeah. it's all through the desert. I mean, it's their roads where there's not any traffic. So I'll put it that way or very little traffic. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and you're it's with the tour guide. So it's a good time. It really is. You awesome. get to, you, you get to open the cars up a little bit. I'll just say Yeah. That. You get to do at least 65 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> at least, <laughs> which is, which on those, most of those roads that is over the speed limit. Let's yeah. be honest. Cause the speed limit is only 50 on a lot of those roads, sometimes 55. Yeah. So getting able, being able to push those to 65 miles an hour is truly an experience. You'd not want to be missed. But you can always tell the officer that you were trying to avoid, you know, like the uh, ground squirrel that was crossing the street. Yeah, that's oh, it. I didn't <laughs> want to hit the ground squirrel. Didn't want to hit the ground squirrel. <laughs> A Ferrari. It's got 400 horsepower. Come on. <laughs> I believe so. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're long tonight, which makes actually, up for no, the fact that we didn't do one last night. We're actually perfect tonight. We're not even at an hour yet, which I should talk. Like, before we finish, the yes. last thing I should say, since it's wintertime, it's very cold here in Kansas City, Chad. I know you said it's cold in Detroit. Oh, you know, we should Brr. remind everybody. Yeah, I need Chad's, a, I'm going Chad's to, sitting on ice cubes right now. Yeah, I'm going to get a new battery this weekend in the GP because... Get this, the battery in my GP is the original factory battery from August of 2006. Can you guys Whoa. believe that? No, that's not possible. It is. It's the date is on the battery. I've You'd seen it. you like three batteries in that amount of time. The date is on the battery, August 2006. 
and actually it's probably July 2006 more like it but um, I'm on the same factory battery and last time I, when I was in for service they are like you need a new battery and two days ago it was 19 degrees and I went out to start the car and it went like this it went and then started right up and I'm like oh boy I know I need a new battery if I don't get it soon this one's on me so anyway I'm going to get that so people if your battery's five years old or more I highly recommend going and get a new one. It's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks installed, most likely one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars, uh, and I highly recommend it. Well, yep. there you go. Get yourself ready for winter. Check your tire pressures; they're all yeah, dropping. Yeah, check your tire pressures, and it's time to start putting the winter tires on. For those of you who have no idea what we're on about, I think the next time we get together, which should be next week, I think we're going to talk about winter tires. Yeah, hey Jim Peterson, let us know if you're putting your winter tire. I'm sure you are because. Uh, snow is predicted, and and that's the other thing I'm going to spend this weekend. On. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to spend this weekend swapping out some uh, to some winter tires because they're predicting three. I just got a text message: three to four inches of snow in Kansas City this weekend. Yeah, nice. You know, my favorite my favorite way to spend winter is watching it on TV in Arizona. Hey, DB, I got some sign language for you right here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this weekend they're forecasting a delightful 75 degrees on Saturday. Yes. Oh my yes. God. This is not fair. Yes. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, you know let me just quick double check here. I'm just checking. Watch, watch Don get two inches of snow this year. <laughs> they did a couple <laughs> so, of years ago. So, so Saturday, Saturday, 12 inches of water this year. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah we did. I, we got 12 inches of water. We might get two inches of snow. Uh, I, could, I could totally see two inches of snow because. Yeah, Saturday in uh, uh, Phoenix is supposed to be 78 degrees with a low of 50, and Sunday is supposed to be uh, 75 with a low of 42. Wow. When this I get, whole uh, non global warming stuff that everyone keeps saying <laughs> that's not really happening. You know what? Yeah. I've had a flood. Don's had a flood. It's extremes. Yeah. It's major extremes, and this year I am expecting the worst of the worst snow to hit this year. So, Chad, stock up on snow tires because people are going to be coming in to buy them. I've yeah. got a couple. I've got a couple extra sets here. But Alex, you just bought gone, snow tires. Did, did you order snow tires for your one series yet? No, I have not ordered snow tires. Oh, yet. dude, you better get on <laughs> it because, dude, because the cold that it. is here now is going to be last, the last minute was yesterday. Yeah, the cold that is here <laughs> now in Kansas City in the Midwest <laughs> is going to be at your place in about three or four days. <laughs> no, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Not either. I said it was yesterday. Yeah. It's fine. In three or four days, I will be in Paris, so that's fine. Okay. <laughs> there you go. And it never snows in Sh- Paris, right? Sh- ship him to a friend's house. Uh, he did like once, and it was like the end the end of the world. Like it was like not even it was an the inch end of, time. of snow. Yes. Yeah, it was the end of time. So yes. Like, it, was like, it was like I got stuck in traffic for six hours. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> so it's like when it snows in Seattle then. Kind of oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something like this. Yeah, the city uh, just shuts was, down. I will let you know it does snow in Seattle, so... Yeah, but it's rare. It's when it snowed like seven or eight inches. Literally, that city shut down. It did shut down. I remember that. That yep. was funny. Yep. The end of times in Paris when that one time it snowed. Cats and dogs living together. Oh, <laughs> yes. good grief! Good grief! Yeah, well, that's a good. Gotta be friends. I think I might need to watch Stripes again. All right, that was Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That was Ghostbusters. I yes. might have to watch that again too. It's coming back to the theaters. There you go. Check it uh-huh. out. All right. On that that's note. That's Shuttlecast Talk. On that note, we're going to be done for the night, gang. Thanks for joining us again, as always. We appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you hear, you should also you know, spread the word amongst your mini, your mini uh, herd about the world-famous White Roof Radio. Maybe others might enjoy listening to us as well. Or just share on Facebook or Twitter. Hey, I'm listening to White Roof Radio. There you go. Share on Facebook and Twitter. That's always cool. Just Please. let people know. Please. Please. Oh, thank, thank you, Chad, Reverend. Um, but we're done. MotoringBadges.com. 
you can still have time to pick up uh, your favorite uh, shirts or hats or badges. I um, love Alex t-shirts. The I, I heart Alex shirt still available. It's a hot seller. It's <laughs> going to, but it's not. It's still it's limited edition. It's not going to be there forever. If you want to get one, go over to whiteroofradio.com. Click on the WRR swag store link at the top of the page, and there you can actually go over and purchase your own I heart Alex t-shirt. Do it. Boom. <laughs> There you go. Anyway, other than that, gang, we are done for the week. This is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound, and then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, you can click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt.